Hamilton's home for breaking news on your favorite teams. This is Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta Injury Lawyers, the heavy hitters of injury law. Okay, here we go. Lots of Oilers players speaking today in the wake of their playoff defeat against Vegas on Sunday night. We're going to go through some of the highlights. You'll hear from McDavid, Dreisaitl, the Viking, Hyman, Skinner, Kane, a little bit from Derek Ryan and Nick Bukestad as well. I can tell you that Jay Woodcroft and Ken Holland will address the media tomorrow. So uh, another thing to keep an eye on here as we wrap up the Oilers season. Into the, sec- into the third round, I should say, for the teams in the Stanley Cup playoffs. That's going to start on May 18th. That is Thursday, Florida at Carolina, game one of the East Final. West Final, Dallas against Vegas. That'll start up on Friday, which has me wondering, and of course you can always reach the show at 780-496-0063. That's the hotline presented by CertainTeed, the pro's choice for roofing, siding, drywall, insulation, and ceiling systems. CertainTeed Pro all the way. You can... uh, Email the show, inside sports at 630Ched.com. Send me a message on Twitter, at Reed Wilkins, R-E-I-D-W-I-L-K-I-N-S. First of all, we have some messages from yesterday to get through, and uh, we're going to, of course, talk more today. You'll, you'll hear some of these comments from Oilers players. I think there will be some comments in there that might make you go, huh, I see. Oh, yeah, that is kind of what happened, isn't it? That's interesting they're saying that. That might be your reaction to some of these, and you can send that in tonight. And we did have so many messages uh, yesterday. We'll try to catch up on those as well. So, of course, besides reacting to the Oilers' season and what some of the players are saying today, you can also let me know uh, who's going to win it now. Who's going to win the Cup? Four teams left, Florida, Carolina, Dallas, and Vegas. And uh, does your interest in the playoffs, well, I'm sure it changes with the Oilers. Like a couple people have flat out told me that's it, not watching. I don't know. They may eventually get pulled back into it, but that's a bit of the feeling after the Oilers are eliminated. So uh, there you go. You'll hear some stuff today. I can get your reaction to that. Anything uh, we missed yesterday we'll get to or anything you've been feeling about saying about the team, you can jump in on. And also, uh, who's going to win the Cup now out of the four remaining teams and how interested are you? 780-496-0063. Also, Luke Gazdick will be on the show between 7 and 7.30. We've had him as a bi-weekly regular all season long he's been really interesting and uh, of course uh, you're going to hear from him talking a little bit about the Petrangelo slash the suspension and how he thought ultimately that all played out in Vegas's favor and he's also going to tell you what it's like for the players going through the exit interviews that they're having uh, with their coach and manager this week that's all coming up as we roll along tonight kellen kennedy is down the hallway in the control room kellen how are you today doing great how about you reader i am uh, doing very well doing uh, very well all things considered thank you very much for asking okay mm-hmm. we'll start with this one it's a it's a relatively quick clip but it's uh, kind of got the money quote in it Connor McDavid asked about the current state, about the direction of the Oilers franchise. It's cup, it's cup or bust, right? Like, I think for this group, you know, just with where everyone's at in their career, that's the expectation. Well, I think that is the expectation, and I think that's a big reason why it felt so disappointing for the Oilers to fall as short as they did this season. It is cup or bust. That's what they want. They got the players to do it. I know that there are some questions in the back of in the backs of some fans' minds, maybe at the forefront for some people. 
can can McDavid and Drysaddle both be here long term? I still think they likely will be. Um, I still think the Oilers are on the front nine of their Stanley Cup window, but they have gone a few holes without making a birdie, if I can use that comparison. Um, you know, you know, I mean, these guys are 26, 27, 28, still very, very good. I don't think they're going to just start getting worse the closer they get to 30. But as we were talking about yesterday, this does feel quite a bit like a missed opportunity for the team this season. Zach Hyman elaborated on that cup or bust comment. Going into next year, I think everybody's mindset should be, you know, we're winning the Stanley Cup or it's a failure of a season. Like, that's like that's the reality of the window that we're talking about. Like, there's no consolation prize. We're not going to feel any better. Like, we have... This is the worst I felt after a, a loss in my career, and it's you know it's not going to get better right, until you win. So there's no excuses. We're turning the majority of our team. You know, management's going to do what what management thinks they need to do to make our team better, and that's the mindset going into next year. Well, that's a pretty strong comment from Zach Hyman. That if we're not winning the Stanley Cup, it's a failure of a season. Failure is a strong word. I, I, I'm reluctant to use the word failure. We had a great clip from the uh, great Giannis Antetokounmpo out of the NBA a couple of weeks ago about failure, and he said, look, if you're not winning the championship doesn't make you a failure or the uh, season a failure, but that's kind of where Zach, Com- uh, Zach Hyman went today. But uh, again, like he said, that this was a very good team, and that's what makes this one sting so much. That's what makes it sting so much. Is, is that the Oilers knew they were good. Last year felt like uh, a little bit of a bonus that they got that far. You know, you beat Calgary, you play the heavily favored Colorado Avalanche. Okay, this one stings more. Not only did you lose out earlier than last year, you lost out when you were a legitimate cup contending team, over, especially as they proved over the second half of the season. You're going to hear these comments as we roll along today. Maybe you listened to them earlier as, as the Oilers streamed them or you got them on Oilers Plus, but I was certainly struck by the the portrayal of dejection that we saw from the players today. Um, you know, the McDavid and Dreisaitl, um I, I got to be honest with you, and, and look, it's, I, I, I'm not going to fool anybody here. Talking to guys like me is not the highlight of their day, okay? Uh, which, which is fine. I get that. Uh, but they really just seemed like they, they didn't want to be there, and they didn't want to hash it out again, and they didn't want to talk about it too much. I, I, they, they did get some more detailed and interesting answers as they went along, but especially initially, man, oh, man, they were not getting rolling at all. Zach Hyman, that was a pretty good clip from him, but but he was maybe as uh, as short answery as, as he has ever been you know he he usually is a, a pretty thoughtful and detailed speaker uh you're going to hear from Stuart Skinner as we roll along as well he was his regular uh Stuart Skinner but uh you know I I think and I'm not saying like oh they should come out there and and be all loquacious with us and and poetic and stuff but uh I, I get it that they kind of want to do it and get it over with and, and move on to the off season. but I did feel like man oh man this this one stings this one is hard for them to talk about they're they're not really maybe they will eventually but they're they're not seeing a lot of positives right now there was a bit of a theme that came out of some of these comments today and uh, I'm gonna we're gonna get to some clips here that might seem a little bit 
like they're not quite connected, but if you listen to them here back to back as we fire them off, you're going to hear some similarities brought up that I'll point out as we go. First of all, Connor McDavid saying that every detail matters during the playoffs. When there's two, two great teams playing against each other, um, it's just really small little details. I thought we uh, made too many mistakes, little mistakes here and there that you know they capitalized on. And that's uh, the margins for error when you're, you're playing in the playoffs against a really good team are, are really small. And we made too many mistakes, more mistakes than them. All right, too many mistakes. Keep that in mind. Uh, Leon Dreisaitl had this to say. You know, two good teams going at it. Um, I think sometimes as a team, um, for us, we find a way to to lose games and, and more so beat ourselves than a team actually beating us. Um, we play good teams, and sometimes we get beat by a better team. Um, but I think we gotta we have to find a way to learn how to just not beat ourselves sometimes instead of, you know, we're an attacking team. We're going we're gonna to beat teams by the way we play with, with, with our structure and with our speed. But sometimes we got to find a way to, you know, lock it down if that's what you, what you want to call it or just, um, you know, find a way to, to not beat ourselves. Okay. So Connor McDavid says too many mistakes. Leon Dreisaitl commenting on not beating ourselves. Also, listen to this clip here. Evander Kane was specifically asked about the two series against the Kings and the Golden Knights. Yeah, I mean, obviously, LA, uh, they play a very unique uh, brand of hockey. Um, and, you know, you have to kind of play a specific game uh, in order to beat a team like that. And uh, we felt confident that we can kind of play different games and, and, and beat teams, and we showed that. Um, Vegas, I think we, you know, they're a team that... Um, they can score goals, um, and obviously we can as well. But, you know, in the playoffs, you can't trade chances. You can't make those big mistakes. I think we just made uh, more mistakes than Vegas did, and it cost us a series. Well, there's that word again. More mistakes than Vegas, and it cost us the series. The Viking, Matthias Ekholm, who came out with quite the shiner, a lot of purple around his right eye after taking that high stick late in game six. That's the one a lot of you are upset about, but the ref said it was a follow-through and therefore wasn't called. He was asked what he's going to take away from the postseason. If we're talking on-ice stuff, I, th I think the, the thing that we talked about here about not having to outscore the opponent by a huge margin every night to win in the playoffs because that's so hard every night to do it. You, you, hopefully I can uh, help out with the defensive side of things and um, having a training camp and, and just to come in and, and, and learn everything from, from I guess, um, the groundbreaking moment of a, of a season and, and, and keep going throughout and, and build it, so to speak. But at the same time, the things like this year as well i mean you look at the as we said that we lost one game in overtime the last 15 that's exactly what you want to do coming down the stretch you want to get hot at the right time it's hard to be a hot team for 82 games it's it's really hard so um i think when it comes uh to the playoff time and and what i can bring i, I think that that is something that i'll, I'll hopefully be able to focus on it and we can um, learn from this year that 
we're going to have to be okay with a 0-0 game going into a third. Um, hopefully that doesn't happen because we have a great power play, so they usually get a goal or two. But um, to be able to, to just make it a little bit harder on the opposition to, to earn their goals, so to speak. All right, talking about making other teams earn their goals, not handing them goals. And finally, Zach Hyman says, you know what, the, uh, the teams that are still playing here in the playoffs are maybe just uh, a little bit better at handling certain scenarios. I think what Matthias said about, you know, you don't have to go out there and necessarily outscore the opponent every time. I think that the teams that are still playing won games that they probably shouldn't have won. They're able to hold on to games. They're able to, to win those tight games, right? And I think, uh, you know, that's something that we can take. You know, you're not going to have your best every night, but you have to be able to find a way to win and, and you know, take advantage of the other team's mistakes. I think that's, that's what the teams that are left have done, right? They don't have to be the best teams. You know, Florida knocked off Boston and they knocked off Toronto and they're playing, right? Like, you don't have to be the best team. You just have to, you know, you shouldn't say that. You don't have to be the best. You don't have to have the best players. You have to be the best team and you have to be able to win games and find ways to win even, though, even if you shouldn't win them. Okay, so uh, so that's that's five different players: McDavid, Drysaitel, Kane, Ekholm, and Hyman. I mean, all certainly easily in the in the top half of the Oilers lineup, and they're all kind of saying the same thing: we made too many mistakes, we beat ourselves, uh, we we gave up too many goals, we didn't manage some scenarios as best as we can. We. We've spent a lot of the last couple of days talking about why the Oilers lost. And I, I think the themes that those guys hit on today, as good as an explanation as anyway, and, and a frustrating one, and perhaps why it's so painful. As good as Vegas is, and Vegas is good, they might win the Stanley Cup, and they might crush the Dallas Stars. I got a buddy who texted me right after Game 7 last night and said, we're not selling short Vegas short anymore. He goes, they're going to beat Dallas in five. They might. As good as Vegas is, the Oilers in that series didn't manage every situation as well as they had been managing situations in the L.A. series and down the stretch of the season, and I think they beat themselves just too often and more than Vegas did. And that's what I said before the playoffs, and I was optimistic about Edmonton's chances to win the Stanley Cup. I picked them. Was I sure? Of course I wasn't sure, but if they're close enough, I live in Edmonton, I'm going to pick the home team in that situation. But I said, if the Oilers play at or near their potential, they're pretty hard to beat straight up four times in seven games. Well, did they play at or near their potential quite enough against the Vegas Golden Knights? I would say probably not. Some of that had to do with Vegas, but I do think some of that was self-inflicted, and I think that's what those players were touching on today. Okay, 780-496-0063. I welcome your involvement in the show. Stuart Skinner, as he usually does, had some very interesting comments today as well, coming up on Inside Sports. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta injury lawyers. Go to jameshbrown.com. All right, appreciate you tuning in tonight. Inside Sports on 630 Chet. 
We will have, uh, here's what coming up this week. We're going to have an abbreviated show on Thursday. The provincial leaders debate is from 6 to 7. Is that what they're calling it, Kellen? Yes, the provincial, the provincial leaders, leaders, debate. leaders debate. Not always good with the political lingo. So that'll be from 6 to 7 Thursday, and then we'll do one hour from 7 to 8. Mm-hmm. We will not be breaking down the debate. We will keep it with sports. Monday, we got a football game. 12.30 for the countdown to kick off game at two Elks at Stampeders to get the CFL preseason going. Okay, I know uh, many of you are chiming in tonight as well. Let's uh, hit uh, hit a couple messages. Kellen, what do you have? All right. Uh, we have our first one is uh, from Dan on the text line tonight. He says, it really bothered me to see how many real, really serious dirty shots and hits that Vegas did and got away with repeatedly. But then he also adds that Vegas will win the cup. That's from Dan. They might. Uh, question back to Dan. Would it bother you if the Oilers added a couple players who were willing to deliver those dirty shots themselves in a playoff series next year against Vegas or whoever? Rob texts in and says, Carolina will win the Cup, could care less about the playoffs now, and will become a highlight real watcher. Although all of a sudden I find myself to be the star's biggest fan. That's from Rob. Yeah, a lot of people hate Vegas now. It's funny, a lot of people hate Dallas from those series in the late 90s and early 2000s. I, I, I don't know. I, I assume we're going to do some picks on Stoff Show before the, the round starts. Maybe we'll do it Thursday. I don't think he's asked yet. I'm picking. I'm just keeping on picking Florida. Why not? Why not? Ride a hot hand, right? I actually picked Florida over Boston. I picked them over the Leafs. I'm gonna. I'm gonna ride the Panthers here. Do it. I should get a. Speaking of our can hand T-shirts, t- we should make T-shirts of me riding a Panther. <laughs> uh, this, be like, did Conan ride a Panther? Are you gonna buy one of those We Want Florida T-shirts or something? Oh yeah, I thing? saw though. I'm not gonna do it. That's <laughs> that's pretty funny though. Okay, yeah, we got plenty more messages to get to. I'm always happy if you want to call me as well. Your uh, more comments from the guys you heard from, and uh, also Stuart Skinner as we move along. It's Inside Sports on Chet.